Episode 17 of the Beards Watch Podcast. The tribe has spoken. I am one of your hosts, Tom Parkman, joined as always by Jacob Rowland. That's right. It me, man who leaves 60 points per team on his fantasy football bench, 0-6 throughout my three teams in two uh, weeks. Okay. I'm no good, but I will say I'm tied for first in our pick'em league, so that's a little silver outlining and the Panthers with, one, so I'll take it. Shout out to Jesse Morrison. That's right. So don't come to me for any fantasy football advice unless, I mean, I can probably help your team, but I can't help mine. Mine's, you know, I'm 0-2 in every league, but that's okay. Maybe we'll rebound. At least I didn't auto-draft like Trent Mooney. Yeah, that's true. So that's okay. So with us today is a man whose hair always waves like it just don't care. We've known him for, I've known him since I started at Speed in 2012. I've known him for five years. Yep. He was a producer for Speed Center. Now he's working for NASCAR. When we were at Speed, now he's working for NASCAR. He's a producer on NASCAR Race Up. Fills in on some 24-hour Lamar as a social media producer. Fills in some pit producing for trucks, maybe a race day at Victory Lane every now and then. Basically, if there's cars on track, he's working on He's it. been hit by Indy cars. You know, he's been paid millions when he's got hit and hit in the hip or whatever. It's our own, Charlotte's own cyclist consortium master, Greg... G. Kikaley. I don't know your middle name. I just made that up. So That was close enough. Everything What's your else middle was name? Kind of uh, S for Sonny. Sonny. Oh, okay. No, it's not Sonny. <laughs> Sonny with an O. Sonny with an O. Okay. That, All right. that All right. perhaps could be an alter ego. But uh, thanks for having me on the show, I have to say. Thank you for coming. I, uh, first appearance. Long, yeah. long time listener. First time, first time appearance. <laughs> and mind you, Greg says, we did an over under, Greg. As you text Parkman today, we said, okay, you said you're going to be here by 7.30. Yep. Uh, he oh, didn't, you should have told I, so here's, We did an over-under yeah. in the control room. Jacob took 7.45. Yep. I took 8 o'clock. You got here at 9. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, took, Jesse took like 8.15 or something. Oh, right. but yeah. I didn't realize Jesse Yeah, she, she said it, but yeah, you got here at 9. Um, but it's okay. Nice. We're, we're laid back. Yeah. This is I a laid see, back podcast. Let me clarify. I use every it's on my Twitter profile. I use every second, every day. Which one? You've got six Twitter profiles. Well, that's <laughs> true. For good reason. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but no, it's uh, just maximizing my time. A lot, lot to be fair, there. Greg does have two kids. Two something kids. that yeah. Jacob and I don't have. That's so. true. That's true. Got a few more responsibilities. Yes, how old are your kids again for the listeners uh, out there? Nine. My daughter's nine. My son is six. Well, and she, he is, she's about to be nine. About so. to be nine. So yes. you got a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Yep. And you are married for, was it, wasn't it your anniversary, right? To a woman. To a woman. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, there's anything wrong with yep, that? Yeah. Just clarifying. But it just yes. came, was it the 10 years uh, it just came? Saturday, 12 years. 12 years. Well, yeah. congrats on that. Congrats on that one. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yes. I, I, as I posted to her on Facebook, I said, how the hell have you endured 12 years? Tom <laughs> said that three times a day as you were late. You were so late today. He's like, She's how? a saint. That's good. Uh, she's a saint. There it is. A shout out. Uh, so we'll go from that. I don't. I, I heard Greg. You didn't watch a lot of NFL this week, did you? Uh, no, 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 no. Because I have two kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I, I well, is he, is he, wait, I think he's the first 
guest we've had on that's had kids. That's had, no, Jackson had Jackson, kids. That's yeah. right. So second guest with kids. He won't be dropping as many F-bombs no. and MFers. So. I might have, well, I swear like a sailor normally, but uh, I will try and be good tonight, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> you raised a good kid. Uh, it's a Pittsburgh yeah. mom. The difference between Jackson and I, his kids are a little bit younger. And okay. Like, I'm at the age of soccer, Saturday soccer dominated. Okay. So, similar situation today. I woke up. Before, like, Saturday a.m., what time do you guys wake up Saturday morning? Depends on what time to work Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday's like 11, usually. Yeah, 10, yeah. 11 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> well, you wake up yeah. and watch some college football. I was going to say, what are you, in college? Yeah. <laughs> well, 33 years old and live by myself. I don't really have a whole yeah. lot of other responsibilities. I usually get up at 7 and then get ready yeah. and go ride. Now, I was up at 6 this week to get a ride in early get back home to get to the soccer field by 10 and okay. then as it turned out I went to the wrong soccer field yeah, I thought my daughter's game was first it was my son's game it was yeah you want yeah. MFers you should have seen it <laughs> fair enough it happens with the best of us Greg no worries no worries alright so you didn't you didn't watch any football yeah. you, you told me today that you tried to watch the Bears Eagles game last night and oh, had to turn it off and discuss it was it made me want to puke it, why is that it, because they suck both teams yeah, well Carson Wentz is an interesting yep, story I gotta say so yep. that actually kind of I drew a little interest there, but first of all, uh, Jay Cutler, awful. Yo, awful. I'm yeah. sorry he's hurt, but come on, man. How, how nah, this guy got listen, ever since he was in Vanderbilt, I've hated Jay Cutler. And he, every year he comes out, and he's a decent fantasy quarterback, so people keep propping him up. Well, he's the he's the guy with the big arm. He's yeah. the guy that and, – and it's weird because, you know, you listen to sports talk, and it's always been like, oh, when's he – He's 11 years in the league. Yeah. There's no more questions to be asked. Yeah. He is what he is. He's not going to change. It's not going to – he's got a big arm. He may win you some games. But right now, it's just the guy that kind of looks like he's out there just to make the money because every time he does something with silence, he throws a pig. He just looks like he's ready for a pack of cigarettes and a six-pack. You know, like to, he doesn't care. To steal a quote from Dennis Green, he is who we thought he yes, was. Yes, he is. He there's, is. There's no changing at this and, point. And though Josh McDaniels did a dumb decision by taking Tebow in the first round, he knew what he was doing when he – Got rid of Cutler yeah. as well. Like yeah. he, he's just like ah, there's no way. He kind of thing, you know. But that game, Carson Wentz looks promising. I, I seem to be wrong. But that's the only two games. Ryan Leaf also started two and zero. So I, you know, as we said last week, in week one, who they beat in week one? The no, Browns. Browns. They so beat they the beat Browns and the Bears. Bears. Exactly. So it's, let's yeah. not crown them the next Joe Montana yeah. or the next John Elway. Let's see him play a couple more. But for, as of now, he looks better than Golf because Golf can't get can't even get on the field. Yeah. Although, do you really want to be on the field with the Rams right now? Because they look pretty true. True, so. but if you're a football player, one, but if you're golf, don't you say to yourself, you, you football Monday night football, you're sitting at home in LA and you're going, you're watching Wentz light it up and you're just thinking, man, I wish, I, at least, all they're talking about me is how my coach won't let me play. At least it's like, at least with Wentz, you're at least going to play. I mean, I, I know. Here's the problem. If you go out in the first year back in Los Angeles and you start getting blasted on a weekly basis, that, that rattles your confidence. I, you know, well, you better hope you take him one road or not that bad. Surprise for me was, and it was it the Sunday night game because I did catch a little bit of it. Packers, Sam Bradford, Vikings. yeah, Sam, yeah, he yeah, actually surprisingly looked the best he's ever looked to me. Honestly, yeah, I mean, so I, those are the two games I actually saw a little and bit. Even of. like Bradford, the knock on him has always been how fragile he is. He took the hit on his hand, <laughs> nearly <laughs> broke his hand yeah. in half, and still came out and played. So I give yeah. him all the credit in the world. Well, he goes up, comes to Carolina here this week. The Vikings. Good do, luck so with I'm, that, Sam. I, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad the Panthers won. They're back at one and one. You know, the world's not falling anymore. Were you at the game? I did not. I had to work. 
Yeah. I worked Ray State Victory Lane, Can't so even work gets in the way of life. Yeah, you know it happens. <laughs> you know, I'm just glad they won. It'd been another another week of misery if they had lost that. They, one. they tried to give. They it tried away, to yeah. give it away with all that hoopla, but it looked like the same thing they did last year. Get a big lead, and I think like they got they were up 31-10, and it looked like they just kind of like sat back, and said, "Okay, we're good. They're going to fold." You know, the, it finally got over the. You know, we couldn't score any. We scored 17 points in the Broncos game, and we got beat the dog out of. Let's just breathe. And they, as soon as they breathed, the Niners came storming back. And then finally they were like, okay, screw it. Luke got a pick. The rookie corner, Bradbury, got a pick. And they pushed away with it. And they were like, okay, we, you know, it was kind of like a, whoa, okay, this is the NFL. This isn't college. You're not playing South Carolina State who wants to go to 12 minute quarters after halftime. <laughs> Did you hear that story, Greg? No. So Clemson was playing South Carolina State this weekend. It was just one of those games where South Carolina State was going to get a paycheck just for showing up. It was 45 nothing at the half. So there's apparently a rule in college football that's kind of like a mercy rule. So if both coaches agree at halftime, they can shorten the second half. So they knock three minutes off of each of the quarters. They played 12 yeah, minute quarters new, instead, of yeah. one, instead of 15. Yeah, it's never nuts. heard of it. And Clemson still won 59 yeah. nothing, which is fair. They already got their heads. It was basically the, coach. Coach, the Clemson coach went over and went, "Hey, you, you want to call this short?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." So the, the college football game that I did watch that was damn good. My, Three quarters of it, at least, was Ole Miss, Alabama. Yeah. That was and good, yeah. I, no, my friends were... are Alabama alumni. Yeah. JC, that's a shout to you. <laughs> uh, but I got to say, I, I love upsets. Yeah. I, and it was, you know, it was a damn Here's good. Here's where I'm at. The game that stood out the most to me was Louisville, Florida State. Ooh, it was a nooner game. Down. Florida State with some of the best athletes in college football. We all know that. They always produce athletes. That's not a problem in Florida. But... Jackson, quarterback, was it Lamar Jackson, yeah, yeah. quarterback from Louisville, is looking like – I don't want to compare to Michael Vick yet because Michael Vick was his own entity of athlete and whatever. You know, he was just elite. But this guy has scored like 18 TDs. Mm-hmm. He scored more than like 150 colleges like individually. He scored more TDs than colleges collectively. So this – and he's just a sophomore. So he's got a whole other year. Right now, Heisman favorite. Yeah. Right now, I told Wes Bryant today at work, I said, you sign me up for Louisville versus Alabama in the championship game, I will be happy with pay that. Pay for it tomorrow. I'll pay, exactly. I'll be cool. Now, the thing is that Wes brought up to me, I, I forgot, which is always a calling card for Alabama. They struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. Manziel beat them. Cam Newton beat them. They just they struggle with that. So, I'd love to see that because they do have the boys to compete. Yeah. But you signed, if you told me that was the championship game now – I'm cool. I have no I have no problem with that. But again, it's still early. Let's calm the hype down. Let's see how they they still gotta play Clemson and Clemson's got hell of athletes too. Tell you what, that game just further uh confirmed my hatred of those preseason rankings. Number two team but in they, the country. Don't they kinda have to do that? Doors blown off. Don't they, what what would what no, would you the suggest them not to do? The only reason they do it is for discussion. It's yeah. so that they can have something to talk about for the first so, five weeks. What the, B- else? the BCS rankings don't come out until like the end of October, middle of October. So you're saying, what else should they do? I mean, because to me, like, how else would you say, like, because of course advertising was, oh, you get to number five yeah. or something. Yeah. But, and that's how reason. else would you, besides the name of schools, but even now, like, you got schools who fall off. Like, USC's dog doo-doo now. Like, they're not, they're not elite in college football anymore. So I think these rankings have got to be, and even though they, we, t- they prove time and time again that, doesn't mean jack squat, but you kind of got to have them, regardless of what. I, I, to me, the only reason we have them is so that TV can talk about it on a weekly. I mean, ESPN is one of the polls. It's yeah. the ESPN coach, uh, coaches poll. Well, that, and, and you're at, like I said, the advertising. Yeah. If ABC saying, hey, we've got the number five versus the number three team, we've got the, at uh, noon, we've got Florida State, who's the number two team versus the number 10 yeah. team, 
that helps out. If you just said Louisville's Florida State, your average fan, like, eh, maybe, whatever. I just give it five weeks. So you're saying don't rank anybody for five weeks? Five weeks. Okay. At least got to play Fair two enough. conference games okay. before you can start ranking. About that. All right. That's but it's never going to happen. No. Yeah, it's, <laughs> not, it's never. Yeah, it's not. It's, there's no Because they, the TV networks rely too much. And their yeah. TV networks are paying a, lo- a boatload of money to do it. They want to put those ranking numbers next to them. All right. So we'll so, take this. So, well, real quick. I okay. want to eat some crow. Because we had our discussion last week. Oh, NFL, yeah. We said how much I love watching Aaron Rodgers had one of the worst <laughs> games of his career. Yep. Got on the, the Jaguars bandwagon, mm-hmm. and then they lost. Got on the Raiders bandwagon, and they then they lost. lost. Yeah. So forget everything I said in week one. <laughs> I, I know nothing well, about football. Now, there, the, the, the crazy thing with this podcast now is that people can remember what we said. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a record when, of it. When there's we go into the work and we say it, maybe one or two of us remember, like, oh, Tom, you did say this, or Jacob, you did say this, or Greg, you said this. Now it's like, oh, they can go to SoundCloud and pull up what we said and go, no, you did just say, oh, yeah, the Jaguars looking real good. I'll be honest, I thought Jacksonville was going to be a hell of a lot tougher this year. Well, you look at the game they played against Green Bay, who Green Bay looked bad against Minnesota, so who knows where they sit. But they've got young talent. They're exciting to watch. Blake Bortles is a halfway decent quarterback, so you're expecting a lot from them, and then they go out and lose. And, and there's a lot of things we could dive deeper into the football minds of why Green Bay is struggling right now and why Jacksonville is. But we won't do all that. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> Jacksonville, to me, it may be coaching. I think some of it's at the GM. Like To me, they haven't been playing Miles Jack, the guy they raved about. He's only played like 40 snaps in two games. Why? He's one of the most athletic guys. Like, why? You know, all that. So we'll stay with but I will say, are we cool to go to the next spot yeah. we're at? Because well, other than I don't that, get to talk about the Steelers. Yeah, go ahead. Bring <laughs> no, your Steelers. Well, this, can, this can play into yeah. no, it. This plays into your, your bigger topic. But I didn't see. I didn't watch the game. What yeah. is the game that I should have been so amped well, up based soccer? off of that football? No, this was. Uh, I was working. I was. It was on up against uh, up that, against that job that I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, a little NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was. I was a little invested in that. Yeah. And but I, I should have been so amped for it based on last year's playoff yeah, game that I couldn't even watch. It was like watching a horror movie. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm watching it like through my eyes, and it was like, eh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, was, I was looking in on the score. I'll this, say that. This, you do need to convince your saint of a wife to get a second TV in the living room because it, it's huge when Sunday's watching the race. Yeah, I got, Tom, let me tell you, with the wife, it's not going to – there's no way. Like, I've tried. I threw that option out like, hey, we should maybe get two teams in the living room, and she's like – You've got a basement. Or you've got. It's just going to be tough. Like you're going to, because then they say, "I don't want my living room to be a bar." Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair enough. So we'll, got, I got TVs in my. I don't know how, what's the normal for America today. I've got one in my garage, yeah. my living room, my kitchen, every bedroom. I think when they come, I always have problems with. So my your signal. kids now? What do you got? Kids on your TV? You get. Kids, they have Regan kitchen? has her own TV in a room. Yeah, right. which we're t- talking about taking out. That's I won't. I won't, there, yeah. I won't uh, my parents about that. My parents didn't let ever allow us to have a TV. Now we had. There was three of us. It was me, my brother, my sister. They didn't let me, and my brother, have a TV in our room. When I was finally in high school, they let my sister have one of those old school box twelve inch TVs yeah. with the VCR. Didn't have cable, but she could watch movies in it. Cool, because you couldn't pop anything up and watch it. But we were never allowed to have cable in our room. We weren't allowed to shut our doors either. I've got the uh, uh, what is it, the parental thing. Yeah. So if like after nine o'clock or whatever, like South Park will pop up, and, and you know, it automatically boom, not available. Well, so well, so, okay, I feel better so how there. Many- boxes. Well, you that's got the there. thing. We always have like signal problems, and the cable company will come out, and they'll be like. Yeah. 
what the hell are you doing? Like, because we have so many freaking TVs. Yeah, uh, we, I think we have five of those converters and then the DVR. Yeah, but a it's lot a lot of control. I think you should probably... I'm addicted. And this is... Uh, I don't want to hijack the conversation. Well, totally. But I was a kid who grew up with TV. And I know people mm-hmm. now are cutting the cord. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... It's intriguing to me, the whole PlayStation View thing. We well, can... It's listen, very we can, intriguing. We can, let's go yeah. here now. I, I, I've sat here and I've said I've got direct TV. I pay almost between internet... And TV bundled. I'm about over about 200 now. Right now with, with Sunday ticket, I gotta pay because for DirecTV, you gotta get to get to yeah. get Red Zone, you gotta get Sunday. All that, whatever. So about 200 bucks. Pretty expensive. Let's be honest. I've got a TV down in my basement with cable. I've got a TV in the bedroom and a TV in the living room. That's my three. So that's probably about a receiver a month is seven bucks. I the only reason I have not cut the cord and gone the other route would be a live sport. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Because I, to I'm me, with you on that. And not even live for me, somebody, because I, I follow more differently than you guys, more niche sports, if yeah. you will. You know, I, I'm into cycling. So yeah. I'll watch the Perry Nice, the Giro d'Italia, you know, these, the, the uh, Vuelta's coming up. Yep. And, uh, it's a, oh, yeah, sure. It's a yeah. Grand <laughs> you know exactly what yeah, that is. But the only way you're going to get it is having cable, you yeah. know. And yeah, you can pirate stuff off the internet and all, but it's it's, it's not the same, yeah. right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Exactly. And then I get to the point, too, where I'm sitting here and and it's, let's just say, okay, so I cut I cut my – you still need internet unless yeah. you just want to go, okay, man, you still need some internet. So you so you're paying maybe forty bucks a month for internet, whatever. You you cut your TVs, but then you're going to pay for Hulu, Netflix, Sling TV, Google, HBO Guys, HBO. You're about at a hundred bucks yeah. now. Yeah, you're saving yourself a hundred, but good gosh Almighty, to have to flip through every every different like, H, like how many HDMI ports do you have? You probably only have maybe these new TVs. You got maybe four, okay? But you're maybe if it's a big enough TV, but you're flipping through so many. To me, like, and I guess that's something I hate to say it because cable is any cable service to me. They all have, customers where they're all paying the ass at yeah. some point. It's easy. I flip on the TV, boom. Yeah. You know, I've got a smart TV. I hit Netflix. I hit YouTube. I hit this. I have one Google Chromecast in my bedroom. Boom. We want to watch something else. Google Chromecast comes up huge. It does. Like, I have one. Basically, my setup at home. I have my 50 inch TV, which I have my cable box hooked into. And I have a 32-inch next to it that I have the Chromecast on. And I also have my cable box running to that smaller one. So if I want to play Xbox on the big one, I can watch yeah. something on the small one. I'm with you. And I just take – I'll put a game on or race or whatever on the big one. And then I'll use my tablet and cast stuff to the Chromecast on the small one. You can watch two things at once. Or I can get my laptop and watch three. Yeah. And it's huge. But like you said earlier, Greg – I definitely grew up with a TV. That was just, we had cable, we had a TV, that's what you did. You'd come home after school or after work, do what you need to do, and then watch TV. Watch TV during dinner. So yeah. it's just, it's in, it's ingrained in me that that's what, and of course, we work we in all TV. Work in TV yeah. So it's just, it's second nature to us. But yeah, there's the people that now, and they're like, I don't, ha- I don't even own a TV. I'm like, I, like, I don't you? understand. How do you survive? Now, I, I saw somebody the other day on Facebook, they, they posted, just cut my direct TV. And this was before football started. And I just thought, and they're like, you know, I can see the comments building up. Oh, what are you going to do? Oh, we're going to get Sling TV. Oh, we're going to do this. But we don't know what we're going to do for Panther season yet. And I'm just thinking, like, that, I can't not have an option to watch the Like, okay, I could I could get rid of Red Zone. Now, like I say, I, Red Zone is my drug. That is a full-blown, if I don't have Red Zone, I'll be struggling. Because even if the Panthers are on, you flip that on, you got no commercials. For a guarantee from the 1 o'clock games to the 4 o'clock games, you're at least guaranteed no commercials. Then it gets down to those 4 o'clock games, you got 2 or 3 going on, you can still go from 4 to 8 or 4 to 7 with no commercials. 
that's a one to seven thirty commitment where you have no commercials. That is a drug, man. That is. Let's face it, the NFL in general is a drug. It is. Because think yeah. about it, MLB. You might have the same amount of games going on on a given weekend, but they don't have the intensity. Yeah. They don't have the duration. Yeah. It's 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 almost a perfect storm, and yeah. it's you crave it. The season's not too long that yeah. it's like, oh, is, is it over yet? Yep. When, when the football season's over, when the Super Bowl rolls around, you, everybody's typically pretty yeah. disappointed, yeah. right? When it's done. It's like, yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's done, it's the week after football, and it's like, oh, shit, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, oh, agree. man. It's I mean, thank, thank God the days are getting longer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's true. Good point, yeah. The NFL has dominated so much that people know exactly when the games are going to be on. Yep. And it's you know the schedule. You know yep. there's, a, there's a Thursday night game at 8.30, there's 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and 8 o'clock games on Sunday, and there's a Monday night game. Yep. If you're watching baseball, you got teams that may be off on Monday, may be off on Thursday. There might be five games on Monday. There's 15 on Tuesday. You don't know what the deal is. NBA is all over the place, NHL too. So yep. it's you never have one set time, and it's always rotating. You okay. know, that's why NFL Sunday – Everybody's watching it because you know exactly where to go. It's king, man. Yeah. It is king, and it's crazy. And it's only on two channels on Sunday. Exactly. exactly. So we'll take that. Go to the the one time. Do you have something else, Greg? No, I was going to say, no. back in the day when I lived in Connecticut, yeah. I would get like the New Haven stations, but you'd also get the New York ones. So you could get multiple games, which was, and this is before Red Zone. So that was, yeah, yeah. That was that the key. Awesome. Like down here, it's usually, I know with the Red Zone now, it's different, but you get... The Panthers game, and then you get like two national games. Yep. Either Fox or CBS. Up in Connecticut, you always got the Pats, always got the Giants, always got the Jets, and another game. So yep. you were guaranteed four between the two Fox and the two yeah. CBS. Yeah, I was spoiled that way. Because yeah. when I moved to Charlotte, I'm like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah, you wait, the, why, why don't we see a one national? Why, why is there infomercials at four o'clock on a Sunday yeah. afternoon? This yeah. makes no sense. That's it. Yeah, and it's, it's funny. Well, it was before the Panthers came, it was Redskins, yeah. Falcons yeah. would be the two that they. That would they would show. So to go to that, go back, flashback to week one, Panthers lose, devastated. Key we want to talk about here. It wasn't I, just devastated. You were, we were, you I were broken. No, no, you were no, no, broken. no, no. I was broken after the Super Bowl. Have you painted the picture of the room that we're in for the for the, <laughs> the listening audience, by the way? Oh, yeah. Just to, oh, yeah. They, you know, they, they I've made, made, made listening episodes. They knew who I am. Yeah. I'm walking, walking in here today just yeah. to describe this for any new, new listeners yeah, out there. Yeah. This is the official. Jacob pointed out to me. This is the official yep. blue color on the walls yep. from the Home Panthers. Depot. Yes, yep. from Home Depot. So I'm sure it had the NFL seal on it. Yes, so it's it probably a little it bit of an upcharge to yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It is. And the Panthers pretty impressive. That's I the guess. fat head. That I just got that for my birthday. Oh yeah. that. the fat head. That is it too. This yeah, it's the it's, basement. We worked. If people don't know, basement's a big basement. It's as big as the whole house downstairs. And I knew I always wanted a room with Panther Blue. My dad, he'll fight me on this argument. He never wanted me to do Panther Blue. He let me do pan. He let me do like a dark blue and then like a red, so like American flavor. He would never let me go like Panther Blue and. What should be a Patriots fan or something? I don't know. He just he was funky about like you know he grew up like he's got like senses like he would never let me do like as my I am name you know he wouldn't do like J Roll Nation or J J O Rowland. We had to pick something completely out so people couldn't stalk us and fight us like. <laughs> He was in the military. He's got. Yes, it's fair. It's fair now. Sense. I get it. I get it. So I, you know, and then at, of course, when he hears me say this, he'll go, "Oh yeah, and I beat you with a big old chain, and never let you, you know, all that stuff. How how terrible your life was living in the suburbs of Huntersville, North Carolina. It was such a terrible life." So we finally we had people down here. A lot of people helped paint this, and I got the official Hornets colors in the bathroom. But yeah, it's official. So back to it. Get to the point. We talked to Greg. I talked to Greg about this. Tom was there with us. We were talking about is not letting your it could be any sports team. 
baseball, basketball, football, college, whatever, completely destroy you for the day. And I think it really comes down to you reach a certain age. I know it's, everybody says that. You reach an age in your life when things change. But it really is. Like, when I was in college, it was 03, 04. Greg and I started talking about this today. We decided to save it for the podcast. I am a huge, huge Yankees fan. Okay. And 2003, 2004, the Yankees and Red Sox were the two best teams yep. in the country battling it out. You know, they had the 2003 was the Aaron Boone walk-off. 2004, yep. the Red Sox came back from 03 and beat the Yankees, won the World Series, all that. Bastards. In, in <laughs> Connecticut, at UConn, it's, that's, it's either your Yankees or Red Sox. It's one or the other, and everybody's fighting all the time. So you're just ingrained in that. And when the Yankees lost in 04, it, it shattered my, yeah. my spirit. Like, I was depressed for a while yeah. because of it. Now, this past weekend... The Yankees had a chance at the playoffs, and the Red Sox. Hey, you were pretty hyped a couple weeks ago. It sucked, but I got over it pretty now, quick. Like, it changes a I'll little bit. I'll throw you on that. I think you're cool because they've got 27 titles, right? 28. Yep. So you're like, okay, if they don't have, even they don't, three, that didn't I, matter. That's true because you've seen some now, though. You've seen them win a couple as you're alive. So you can say, you know what? If I never see them win for the rest of my time, and I'm on this planet Earth, at least I saw them win one or two, right? Now I will say at that point, that's how I kind of feel like with the pay, like, and also it's expectations. Like to me, I know UNCG basketball. Hey, they could they could go zero and they could go zero and twenty six or however many games they play. I'm not gonna get too upset. Hornets wise, my expectations aren't there because again they were here, they left, came back as the Bobcats, and I enjoyed the Bobcats. Most people hated them. They came back. I'm still a diehard fan, but again they lose. It's not going to destroy me like that. Now, Panthers, I feel, for some reason, I feel a connection to. I was five years old. Yeah, I was going to say, you grew up with Yes. Them. My dad took me to one of their first, the first season when they were in Clemson, Panthers against the Cardinals. We went, drove to Clemson, waited in traffic. We sat there. I have this, this picture my mom has. I spilled, like, red Kool-Aid on my Panthers custom sweater, like, itchy sweater. You wore it anyway. I have pictures on the camera, like, and that's how it is. But then they, 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 they were... All right, best expansion team record ever in history at 7-9. They go to the playoffs the next year. Could have made the Super Bowl, lost to Brett Favre. And then they just started – Just they were terrible. I remember the 2001 season. I got the, made fun of at school. The post-Kerry Collins. Yes. Yeah. When they hey, went hey, one – Easy. It's a Penn State guy. One, they went yeah, one, Giants quarterback yeah. too. one and 15. And I remember people making a song up of – even at my church – Panther fan, Panther fan, sorry, his team in the NFL land, and you just took it. Like, it was just, you were just like, so they were bad for a while. Then John Fox came along. They make that Super Bowl. And I remember my freshman year, my dad used to drive me to school. After that loss, he had still had to go to school, obviously. And I was just devastated. Like, what in the world? And he's like, you know, don't worry. They got a good team. They'll be back. Flash forward. 13 years. That was 03 to now 2016. They hadn't been back. They've been somewhat close. They got what? blasted. Was he right? They did go back. 13 years. I was taken within within me. Being, uh, How old's the franchise? 20 now? 25. 25? 20, I mean, they came in 95, right? 21. 22, yeah. So they can drink. Uh, exactly. But here's what I see, because I grew up similar to yeah. you. In Pittsburgh, yeah. Steel oh, Town. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I remember, I mean, the world stopped. Sunday mm-hmm. was, you went to church, and you sure damn well made it home in time. I remember they cut sermon short <laughs> so people could get home in time. And, I mean, everywhere, people black and go, and 
it was just ingrained in you because the, the franchise was so old. Yeah. Even even and this was in the late seventies. Yeah. I mean, hell, they went to the Super Bowl, yeah. and you know. It, I, even though there were a lot of bad years in there prior to, you know, um, what the, what's the hell's his name? I can't think of Bradshaw? Uh, no, not Bradshaw. Coach. Uh, Cow. 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 Yeah, yeah. Cow. Yeah. can't believe I came up short. Um, prior to him coming in, you know, Chuck Noll was there. And, you know, they, they like people stopped by him because that was it. It was like that yeah. That represented – it still does to that city. People moved out. Jobs went out. There's still – there's something about it where the Panthers, they're so – this is my observation. Yeah. It's such a young – Franchise, yeah. relatively speaking, that it's it's such a niche to this area. Yeah. You know, I don't see. It. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. There's here, not people here. in Chicago that are like, oh yeah, I'm a Panthers fan. Here's the other know? factor to that too: is that if you you grew up in Pittsburgh, you're a Pan, you're a Steelers fan. You grew up in New York, you're a Giants fan. Whatever. There's so many transplants in Charlotte mm-hmm. that it's hard to get that cohesive fan base that are Charlotteans that have been here forever that are Carolina people. He, it's it's such a there's, to me, it seems like there's a way more diverse NFL fan base down here that it isn't was, just. But now base. you're looking at okay, look at somebody like me, 20, yeah. 27 now, yeah. five years old when they came. Now I'm starting, I'm married, starting family here in the near future, wherever it may be. Now you grow your family. Like, yeah. So now people my age who grew up at five years old are starting their families, and their kids are going to be Panthers fans, and their kid. So now you're getting that as a, as a you know a hundred year old franchise or eighty year old franchise. You're going okay. They've got it. Where you can yeah. pass it on down. It's still it's still at twenty something years old. It's still young. You're like technically it is. first generation. I mean, exactly. Yeah. You're very right. You're too first generation. So it now, makes now me feel better. My son is loves the Panthers. He loves Cam Newton, and I'm like the only reason they do is because they're good. good. School though, they, they, do, yeah. they have they, yeah. So it's it's forced Panther uh, yeah. Panther pride. And trust me, I've, I've I've given him Steeler stuff. Yeah. I mean, he he had a Heinz Ward jersey. I promise you, if they were not where they were right now and they stunk, they were Browns level or whatever level, they wouldn't get. I mean, they'd still do try to do Panther days, but it helped this past year that oh, they yeah. went 15 and 1 and then went to the Super Bowl. That then schools all around here are going, every Friday's Panther Day, wear your jersey, wear your shirt, wear your hat, wear your whatever. Teachers, hey, Panthers win. You can wear jeans. Teachers, they don't celebrate a lot about, besides when they have breaks. But I tell you what, my wife loves it when she can wear jeans on Friday and a Panther shirt or a Panther jersey. That fires her up. She don't care. Another funny story on that, I remember one of her teachers wore, uh, on the first day of school, they wore a uh, uh, Green Bay Packers lanyard. And she said, one of the kids said, I can't, it wasn't Jerry and Ops. She's like, Miss So-and-so, is that Green Bay Packers? She's like, yeah. She goes, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so they are, they are building to be Panthers fans. I like that. So... And I'll, before I pass to UTP, another thing I'll say is, like, I remember as a kid, and this is going to sound so, oh, yeah, yeah, well, it was me. I remember my dad playing, for some reason, his midlife crisis was getting us to Disney World. And that's, we've talked about the yeah. Disney World trips. And so I remember one fall, we took a fall trip to Disney World. And I remember sitting in Hollywood Studios, it, it might have been MGM at the time, and the Panthers were playing the Vikings. And I was so upset. I was just being a little poop face, poop head, not enjoying Disney World, like whatever. And I'm just looking at my phone, Twitter, whatever, trying to figure out, they're playing the Minnesota Vikings. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? They had a one o'clock game and we're hitting a ride. And as soon as I'm getting off the ride, I'm looking at the tweets and who's going And then finally, I, we got down, Orlando Mar misses the kick and we lose. And I'm sitting there going, this son of a, how do you, if I had the maturity I have now, we all say that. Okay, all I should have done was looked at it. We missed the kick. Short now. <laughs> <laughs> if I, you know, to go look, I'm in Disney World. He missed the kick. 
Who gives a rat's ass? I mean, yeah. you're in. So, are you saying your days aren't ruined now in the Panthers? No. Okay. Getting back to the original. I'm still topic. trying. It's, now it's, it's easier to get over. You get you can get over it quicker. I can now if I'm not drinking alcohol. <laughs> when it was Thursday night and I'd been I I got off at seven. We came home. I drank some beers. And by the time the game was over, I was a little buzzed. A little. And so here's where I'm at. If that fourth down play, when they called hands to the face on Kelvin Benjamin, and then they gave us a first down, he dropped that pass. If they would have went on, when you give me a chance to win, when you give them a chance, give them a chance to win, and you're sitting there well, going, they like, couldn't win. With like the anything, if it's if you are close, if it's a blowout, you you realize it early that yeah. it's not going to happen. If it's close and you get your hopes up, and then they break your heart, yeah. much like the Yankees and Red Sox this yeah. past week, where the Yankees were up for the entire freaking game, and then Hanley Ramirez hits a walk off because the Red Sox scored five in the bottom of the ninth. Was it less painful for you, though? Let me throw this out there. That, you know, I'm sure the Super Bowl was painful for you because they made it to the Super Bowl and they had and won, then won failed game. to show up. Yes. But the Yankees this year were really never contenders. I mean, granted, they clawed their way back here towards the end, but was it less painful? Because, like, well, yeah, they weren't that yes, good to begin with. But they got my hopes up because they clawed, clawed, clawed back in. And we, one of the things we talked about earlier today was it's a regular season game versus a playoff game. Ten years ago, when I was watching those games in 03, every single regular season game was Game 7 of the World Series to me. I lived and died by every one of those games. So it just it doesn't have that same effect on me now that it did 10 years ago. Yeah, and I think I'm kind of getting there. I mean, obviously the Super Bowl, that's going to devastate you. That, that hurts. And again, I, I think my – I assume – I don't want to say assume, but I think that my thinking would change. If they get one win, if they get one Super Bowl win at one Super Bowl – I honestly would say I'm cool. If they lost four Super Bowls after that, hey, you know what? I got my one pennant. I've seen them win one Super Bowl. I'm cool with that. Like, I'd be fine with it. Would I want to see my kids happy if they were Panthers fans and they want to see them win? Of course. But I'd be like, you know what? You got Detroit Lions fans out there. They ain't never seen their team play in the Super Bowl. So I get that, too. It's I, a different I thing. This way. If you live long enough, every single team's going to get a Super Bowl win. Not every single team, Every single team's going to get a World Series win. They're, they'll get there eventually. Things always play out. Maybe. I don't know, I don't know how Man. old you'll be when it happens. Yeah, but I don't know. There's still like the Lions. I'll, I'll give you a fair warning, though. If you do, if the Panthers eventually do win, just don't turn into assholes like the Red Sox fans did when they eventually completely won. I was going to say, I was going to bring this up because I've run into a lot of people lately, whether they're bandwagoners or they're true, we followed them for a while, but have Chicago fans always been this annoying? Oh, God. The Cubs, <laughs> the Cubs fans? They're turning in, they're turning yeah. in, to me at least, they're turning is, into Is it one specific person that we look at? <laughs> I think I may know who you're talking uh, about. But I wanted to bring, so let's flash back to your, your Pittsburgh days. You're yeah. a Steelers fan. Steelers, Penguins. Now, so, Brent, we're talking the, football, but you guys got to realize my bread and butter was hockey, and I've been lucky enough to see four Stanley Cups. Well, that's and why we are the reigning champions. Did, did the Penguins? Did the Pirates? Did Penn State? Did they affect you as much as the Steelers did? If they lost, would it crush you? The Penguins did, I, I, because I really got into hockey more so growing up. That fourth, fifth, sixth grade kind of thing, and it wasn't every single game, but there were teams with Pittsburgh. You know, even now. There are rivalries where it'll grate on you. If they had lost to Cincinnati this weekend, I just granted again I didn't watch the game, but it would have grated on me because I just I, I, you hate Cincinnati. You pretty much hate anybody they're playing. I mean, granted, <laughs> you know if they're playing an AFC team, it's not. But anybody, the AFC is just especially AFC North. It's you hate hate the Ravens, you hate the Browns. 
I mean, you, you just they're the enemy. It's like in hockey, it's the, the fly. I can't stand the Flyers. I mean, it's nope, not going to happen. So there's certain matchups, and I don't know how it feels. Like, like who's the Panthers? Like, do they have an? Bucks, or, Bucks or Saints? Well, Falcons. Anybody Falcons. in that division? Anybody yeah, it's the division divisional division games, game. I guess. Or, or yeah. yeah, but that's even like yeah, the the AFC North. Rivalries are long and storied, even though you know Baltimore was originally Cleveland and came over the whole thing, but they've been around a lot longer. The Panthers have only been around for 20 years, yeah. so the rivalries haven't been there. And all four of those teams haven't been in the same division the whole time, right? Because no. one of them since all, 2002 was in the West or something. So, yeah, well, no, the Panthers were in the West, it was the, oh, okay. it was the Panthers, the Niners. Because the, the Panthers Saints, weren't they at the one Rams. point when they were the Central or the Rams. same? No, they're the West. They were the West. Um, they were not in the Central. They were in the West, and they made the South, and that's when they Bucks and all them. And two out of the four teams won the Super Bowl. The Saints won, and the Bucks won it. Yeah. Falcons got to the NFC Championship game. Vic lost to the Packers, um, or was it the Eagles? It might have been the Eagles. And the Panthers made it twice. First team ever to. There was no team that ever repeated as division yeah. champs. Panthers did it three times in a row. And I'll get back to that point. It's the alcohol is one thing. I'm starting to get to the point, and I'm going to toss to Greg here in a second about how he feels it because this is different because he can compare it. But it's starting to get to that point where you try not to let it to affect you so much where it just like ruins your day and you're miserable all together where you just can't even talk to nobody and you're so depressed and you're like, oh my goodness. But again, like you brought up earlier, you don't have kids, I don't have kids. So, Greg, how has that changed your perspective? You've got kids to where you're not trying to make it like sports is not the end-all, be-all because, so honestly, your life is your kid. Like, you it, it make is. them happy, right? And there's a lot, and, and I've got a, personally a lot going on because I'm into yeah. sporting stuff myself. Yeah. So, it's just balancing your time. And I look back, this, the, it was, um, God, what game was it this year? It was the Stanley Cup Finals, and it was the Penguins lost it. And we were driving to the beach. And again, this goes back right. to, to yeah. seasons being almost too long. I'm going to freaking beach. <laughs> yeah, the kids got out of school. Right. Yeah, it was the true. last day of school. We hopped in the car June. that night and went yeah. June and yeah. went to the beach. I forget what game number it was. And it was like, they could have clinched it and they lost. And it was like, oh, and I was just so pissed about that. And we had listened. We got there. And the first thing I was like, I've got to see this game. And uh, I, after that, it was kind of like, I realized I was like, like, I'm totally not paying attention to my kids. Like, yeah. like. They need to be the focus here, and you know they, they're too young. They don't care about you know what's going on. They'll cheer you know because I like stuff. Yeah. Like bangles, that? But I met my mother-in-law first time. My mom, my wife will tell you this story. Yeah. Drive up. We go to Maine regular season game. I believe it was against the Flyers. I'm probably wrong here. People were probably listening like, who the hell is this guy? Um, <laughs> it went. It was like a game that went into like quadruple overtime. And because it was one of those rivalry games, though, and I I meet her, go to the door, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? She introduces me. I was like, hey, you have cable, right? <laughs> I'm like, what channel is? And yeah. back then it might have been ESPN had the yeah. games or whatever. And I'm like, I got to see this game. And then it was like, I'm just into this game intermission, you know, between the periods, and it was like, oh, hey, okay, oh, I'm back, it's good. Yeah. They went to sleep. I mean, the, the game went on for freaking ever. I want to say it was four overtimes, but yeah, and, yeah. and in hindsight, it's like, God, what, what a what a it, dick I was for doing that. It's funny you but, tell a story like that. One of the first times I, well, I was dating Jerry, and the first time I ever met her parents, we went home, and I think you guys have heard the story about me burning my hand on the motorcycle yeah. bike. Oh, yeah. Bike, right? <laughs> so for people who don't know, I went home, Never ridden a dirt bike. Got on a 450. Okay, her brother put me on a 450. Joke's on me. 
he told me the break was somewhere. The break was not somewhere. I almost flew off a cliff, or not a cliff, but a big hill. We're on the, we're on this, we're on this hill. We're pushing the bike up. I don't think, and I grab a hot pipe. Anyway, burn my hand completely. Okay, that was a Sunday. It happened. All my concern was was like we got to get back and watch the Panthers Falcons game. Like in my hand, I'm in severe pain. My face is white. I'm hurting. But I'm like, we got to get back to your parents' house. Let's watch the Panthers-Falcons game. Like, we got to watch it. And, like, as you just brought that up, it was like, oh, like, really? Like, you've got a burnt hand. You need to go to the doctor, the hospital. And so it is one of those things where I'm trying to get to that point to where it's like, of course I care about the Panthers. This whole basement's Panthers blue. I love the Panthers, but I don't want it. I'm trying to get to the point where it doesn't affect me to where my mood is like I'm, I'm treating other people like trash. So I, I was just thinking – uh, Greg, as you were telling your story about, <laughs> is there a game that stands out to you that you remember that just physically and emotionally drained you? Like I'm assuming for you, Jacob, it was probably one of the Super Bowl losses because they were both. Well, yeah, I would go. The this. first one was the close game that yeah. ended on the field goal. Yeah. Second one was more of a blowout, so you knew it was. Well, coming. it was 24-17, 24-14. They had a couple chances there, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah. To me, like, Giants losing the Super Bowl was big, but it was pretty much a blowout. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox beating the Yankees was awful for me. That killed me. The one game, and I I know, I'm well aware of the fact that people don't give a crap about UConn sports. <laughs> like, football, nobody cares at all because UConn's not a good team. I live and die by them, but yeah. that's just me. And but I'm again, well, though, I'm well aware you're, of that. But you're, but you're not going to let the UConn football game affect you because you know you don't have any expectations, right? Like, the same with me at USCG basketball. Like, you're like, okay, if they win, I'm, I'm ecstatic. They lose, it's not going to ruin my day because I know what they are. However, basketball, UConn basketball, is a different story. Of course. Like, that one, they, they're four-time national champions. I was there when they won in 2004. Like, I am in, UConn basketball is in my blood. Yeah. When I, it was like two years after I graduated college, I was at my apartment watching a game. It was a Big East basketball game. It was a uh, tournament game. I think it was the semis, might have been the quarters, against Syracuse. UConn-Syracuse, huge rivalry, Calhoun versus Bayhawk. Wait, was that the 6 Six overtime. Yeah, I watching that. That game, when it was over and Syracuse won, yeah. fucking Jerry McNamara. Yeah. I fell to the floor and couldn't move. Because each team had like three walk-ons playing at the end or yeah, something. It was there, right? Yeah, I remember watching that in my parents' in my parents' third floor. Six overtime. Yeah, it was like spring break. I was home for yeah. spring break, and I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, this game going to a team. And it just kept going. It kept going. Well, well this it was one of those games where my, both of my roommates went to bed, and I was just what? well, one one of them didn't care about okay, sports, no. and the other one had to work in the morning. Okay. So I, was I don't in, care if I have to work. Yeah. That's my squad. I'm, I'm staying up. I was like, in my room, and it was one of those where I had to, like, silently cheer. I couldn't <laughs> go crazy. So I'm standing there at my TV, like, hunched over watching it. Uh, when I, Like I said, when they lost, I fell to the floor and couldn't move. I've, I've had games. I mentioned the game earlier. The game that took a lot out of me was against the Bengals, the playoff game this past year. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly was sitting, and for, for the – People listening with my hands, I was yeah. looking through my hands, like peeking through, like I'm watching a horror movie. Yeah, and that I mean, any playoff games like that, it's they they will just a lot mm-hmm. of the Penguin games this year as they were trying to advance. Playing Tampa Bay was a tough series. It was just like, oh my god, your heart's racing. You know, there was a Penn State 
football game a couple years back, many years back. And, I was and like, you oh, went to Penn State, right? Orange Bowl. I went to Penn State, I did. Yes, which I know with the yeah. last yeah. so, Was Sandusky there when you were there? He was. He was. I used to let Joe. Whoa. Whoa. Careful now. Oh, easy. <laughs> let me finish. I worked, I worked at the athletic complex. I had a work-study deal, and uh, it, it, it was like the ice rink. Actually, it was the ice rink, which was great stories within itself because I went there and I was like, hey, yeah, I got a work study. And one of my roommates played intramural hockey. He's like, yeah, you should work over there. So I go in, and the old lady's like, can you skate? And I'm like, no. And she's <laughs> like, you'll learn. And sure enough, I had to be for, like, open skate. Like, people from the community would yeah. come in and all. And they'd do um, so the open skate, free ice time and all. And I'd be, like, an ice guard. And I had to learn. And by the time, it was great. It kept me in great shape and all. Yeah. But every Sunday morning, like, freaking clockwork. Paterno would walk in because he walked everywhere. He he lived just off campus. He would walk in, and he'd give you a little wave. He'd be like, "Coach," and the place would be empty. And it was just a big entrance. You know, you'd be behind a desk kind of thing. And he'd walk up the stairs, and like clockwork, he'd be back in three minutes or so. Yeah, I forgot my keys again. <laughs> and you'd have to get there was like a master key. And this thing was a key, and it was attached to, like, a chain, which was attached to, like, a two-by-four, so you couldn't steal it or anything. It was, like, the master key to the building. And you'd be walking with, like, this two-by-four, and it'd be the same. How's recruiting, coach? <laughs> oh, you know, you'd be going up the stairs and all. And, and it was things like that. And I, granted, I wasn't this, and I'm still not this over-the-top sports fan, but I really took for granted. I mean, Joe freaking Paterno. And I'm walking, and I'm having a one-on-one conversation with him. Yeah, exactly. You were thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, it's, it's... So, so, uh, this past weekend, uh, Penn State was in the news. Yeah. And I want to get your take on it, since you're a Penn State guy. We won't go down the whole Sandusky thing, but we're more focused on, the argument was, the Penn State people had a celebration for Paterno, basically, and a lot of people thought it was insensitive. As someone who went to Penn State, what were your thoughts on how they handled it this weekend? I, obviously, I was there when he was there. And the the facts in the case, and I'm not going to get into it all. Yeah. Paterno apparently didn't know about it or didn't cover it up. I, I don't know if he did or not. but He had to have known. Maybe and he some, did. Maybe not the full extent, but he had, to, he had to be in there that long. He had to at least, somebody had to come to one point and be like, yo, go check your boy out. Say it right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, like, I'm not saying he witnessed anything. Look, I'm not saying one of those games. I, I I don't know. It's it's to to. I didn't when they initially said, "Hey, we're gonna avoid all, all the wins and all." It was like, "Are you kidding me?" Uh, I mean, I don't know. To me, this past weekend, it just seemed a little weird. The timing of don't, them doing man. the the celebration of Paterno, like. Okay, well, was, it, was it five years from the from the whole yeah. thing coming out or something, something too? like that? Because we yeah. were we were at speed when it happened. Were yeah. you there, Jacob? No, I was in college. Okay, so you weren't in college. So yeah, it must have been five years. Yeah. Um, it just it was one of those things where it's like, to me, there was no need to do it. There was no pressing issue where they're like, okay, we have to honor Paterno this week. It was like yeah. maybe wait, just wait, wait a little while. Like people are still on the fence about the whole I, thing. I, I know, and look, I know there were victims in it and all, and it's, it's a serious deal. I don't know. I don't know what the, is there a right, is there a wrong? Don't know. i got to say, you know, nowadays, like, I used to be really, like, hey, yeah, oh, hey, it was Penn State. People were like, yo, PSU, you know. And we were out. We went to a football game after work one night and met a guy that was a relative of somebody we know, 
And I said something about scores were coming up. We were watching college football. It was that infamous night know, from uh, Alabama. We were watching that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, that game. Yeah. That's a different story for a different time. Um, <laughs> but so I said something like, oh, Penn State won. They had a close win or something. And the dude's like, are you shitting me? He's like, everybody there should, should – they can all rot in hell. They should burn the whole place down. And he's just like going nuts. And, yes, it is a, it's, it's a tough subject. It is. And especially – it, I wouldn't have even thought about this. When you fault. have kids, it's not my fault. Yeah, no, it's not and fault. I mean, well, I left Joe into his office every day, so maybe. No, yeah, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's unfortunately for yeah. you because you obviously had nothing to do with it. We'll, yeah. we'll get that straight. Yeah. yeah, Greg Kigali was not involved yeah. at all. But every time Penn State comes up and people know that you're from Penn State, it's that's the yeah. first thing that happens. Exactly. We had now it is. this this summer. We had an intern, and she said she was from Penn State, and that's oh Penn State, huh? It's Sandusky. That was that's the first thing. Yeah, and it's said. really it's unfortunate. Yeah. It yeah. really is unfortunate. Um, but yeah. I've known several yeah. people from Penn State, and it's it's a whole different culture there as far as Paterno and the football team goes. Like yeah. it's a religion. Oh yeah. yeah and, I mean, you know that's why not so bad. Let's okay. Let's get that. <laughs> but I gotta say. Hopefully, people learn from it, and that's You'd the biggest it. thing. Exactly, right. and maybe maybe somebody had the idea. Hey, say something. Yeah, I don't care if it's your brother, your mother, your sister, your mom, whatever. If you see something creepy like that, just say something. Man. See, every yeah. every single scandal in sports or anything, you got to learn from it. Yeah. and it's the people that don't learn from it that you feel less and less sorry yeah. for. Like domestic violence in the NFL and you this and Josh Brown. You can't I know it's. I don't support what he did, and he probably should be kicked out. Yeah. But, like, you look at Baylor. How many incidents has Baylor had recently with sexual assaults that's, and everything, and they don't learn, and they yeah. get thrown out by yeah. I'll go, off, I'll go off my two. My two are obviously the Super Bowl, but the key thing I, I take away from that is just how you realize when you've gone through so many seasons of sorry teams, like we've went through the gym, is how hard it is to actually get to that championship game. Yep. Whatever sport it may be, the World Series, the Stanley Cup, you know, in the Super Bowl, this. Like, you look back at that Panthers season, and, of course, we got spooled. They went 15-0, and then they lost one, and they only lost two games the whole season. But it's tough. Like, you look back on that year, and it was so long, and it was so good and so fun. The funnest season I've ever had as a Panthers fan, almost. And you go... <laughs> you go... Miko Chimes yeah, Miko, I think he might be locked in the bathroom once to get him out. Yeah, he is. And you go... You you go ahead. It was his my fault. That's why I said don't keep it open. And you go, like, I, I remember reflecting on the season, and I go, like, you know, people, because, of course, they, the people are like, oh, yeah, they'll get back next year. Oh, they'll get back this year, this and this. It could not happen. It's tough. Yeah. It is extremely hard to okay. get back to that championship, especially in the NFL. So that's why I try to take on, like, you know what, at least I've seen my team. We're at a strong 50 right now. Right. So we'll go ahead. That's where I'll take from it. Those were the two toughest laws. But let's go ahead and tr- let's go hit okay. our the one incident I gotta say where that I am not proud of after a loss. Yeah. And I don't even remember it until the day after because it was that bad. Jacob Rowling style, if I may. Yeah. Was 95, I would think it was Super Bowl 30. Uh, Steelers lost to the Cowboys. Oh, oh my god, they dominated that. Well, they didn't yeah. dominate the game. It was Neil O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell. Yeah. Yes, I I woke up and it was like, how'd that hole get in the ceiling? And then, ah. <laughs> yes. Alright, so we'll transition off of sports. We've talked about it for a long time. Ah, long time. So, we mentioned earlier that you know we all work in TV, we love TV, we watch TV. One thing that brought us all together was our love of TV, and specifically our love of a certain CBS show known as Survivor. Yeah. The 
in our opinion, the best reality show on TV. Well, I thought yes. we were talking about Dating Naked tonight. <laughs> hey, you can! No, but... that's just for YouTube. Oh, I, don't, I don't watch it. First, did you watch the season finale? I did. I did. All right, we'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so, new season starts tomorrow. Today is uh, Tuesday, the September 20th. New season yeah. starts Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Uh, season 33. Fantastic. Freaking crazy. crazy. Started crazy. when I was in... Middle school. Yeah. I was. I had just met my wife. Like as that first season ended, Sixth I just grade. met my wife, which was what was that? That was two thousand. Two thousand. Just graduated uh, high school. There's there's our age difference. <laughs> met his wife, graduated high school, sixth grade. There we go. So every single, well, usually Thursday, depending on if we're working or if people yeah. have watched it. Greg's usually a day or two behind. <laughs> you got a lot going on. You guys know the drug too, man. So we, we have our... our <laughs> you see what I have open on the floor yeah. next to me? I have Strava open because oh, I'm, I'm uploading a ride. And uh, yes, I, I'm a busy guy. I'm a multitasker. We, so. have, we have our tribunal at work where we break down the previous episode, talk about who gets kicked off, talk about all the drama that's going on. So we decided since Greg was on that we wanted to have a little extra oomph in this season. So what we did, we took Greg, we took Jacob, we took myself, and Jacob's wife, Jerrianna, who's also a big fan, and we decided to do a little Survivor draft. So without seeing an episode, all we're going off is bios on the CBS website. We all picked five players each, so there's 20 total, and we're going to get points based on how they, how far they go in the show. So if they're out in week one, they get one point. Out in week two, they get two, all the way to the championship. We're going to add up these points at the end of the season and see who, based solely on pictures and small snippets of information, how we determine that these people are going to make it in the show. So wait, did you tell them our history of these yep. things? So you so, told them the NFL draft thing? Uh, well, not the NFL. Okay, so again, I'll back up. We have a history of doing these weird kind of competitions. We started it with a NFL draft fantasy. Now Tom came up with this idea. Yep. We've got it going. And we're now we're going to lead into it. Like, that's just... So, so what we did, we took, like I said, we took all 20 of these people. Pictures and bios. Pictures and bios. That's it. So we picked names out of a hat to determine our order, and we did a snake draft. So we go one to four, four to one. Yeah. Back and who was that? Have you gone to the one to four? We have, nope, we're not yet. So first name out of the hat was Jerrianna, who was yep. not here. Greg got number two. I was number three, and Jacob was number four. Yep. So, how do you want to do this? You want to go through each person's list and just give a little snippet? We're not going to go through all of them because we, yeah. we know not everybody knows these people I, yeah. yet. I, so, Jerrianna went first. Yeah, Jerrianna. So read off who she got. Her first pick was Brett LaBelle, who is a 42-year-old uh, police sergeant from yeah. Massachusetts. Just read through her 04, and I'll tell you how she picked. <laughs> so, her second was Michaela Bradshaw. Third was Rachel Acko. Don't know how to pronounce that. So, one Fourth. male, two females. Fourth was Zeke Smith. Two and two. And fifth was Sandra C.C. Taylor. So she's at she's at two males, three females. Yes. And surprisingly, because here's the one knock on survivors. They're not completely racially yeah, diverse. Yeah, this is actually she, pretty diverse She cast. picked both uh, black females. Okay, so where she's at, what she told us beforehand, she is up in the bed sleeping now. She has to work early in the morning. I apologize. No, you're fine. <laughs> she wasn't going to be on it anyway. She didn't want to. Oh. Her... Whoa. <laughs> well, she, doesn't, she doesn't... No, not because you... She doesn't come on all. Yeah, she doesn't. Um, her, she said her main pick and focus was pet peeves and their hobbies, right? Yeah. So that's how she chose, and... Like, so she had the number one overall yeah. pick. She said the guy that she chose first... And that was you guys... She liked him. A couple of you guys' number ones? No, no, no. Couple, no. I liked him, but not my number one. She said she chose him because he his pet peeve was couples who sit on the same side to boot at a restaurant. That's a fair statement. Which... 
Yes. Yeah, stand you, beside you, that. Yeah, you're you gotta, screwed. You got to sit across from each other. Miko is acting fucking crazy upstairs right now, but he's he's fine. I just saw him. He's okay. I want to trade cat stories before this. <laughs> you can do that, too. All right, okay, so Greg, you want to go through your five? Break down your five. Yeah, what, my first one was the stro- snowboard instructor, right? Yep. Taylor Lee Stocker, age 24. Okay. He's in the Millennials, which is... Yeah, so a, real quick, we'll break that down. This is the first season they've done this. They've split up the teams by age group, so it's Gen X versus Millennials. So it's a little bit older versus the young crowd. Yeah. So the dude's a... Uh, and I use the word dude, I think it describes him dude. well. Dude. He's a snowboard instructor. Is this the fro guy? No. No? He's like... Uh, he's got... I don't know. He's from Idaho. No. Yeah. Anyway, he's, his hobbies are playing music, brewing beer, and snowboarding. I figured <laughs> he can be a snowboard instructor. Yeah. You got to deal with a lot of different people. That's true. You got you to play to them, their strengths, their weaknesses, yeah. to be able to teach. So yeah. I went with this guy. Okay. I think he might be the only millennial that I took in this deal. And okay. and if he's brewing beer, he's all right by me. That's true. So, Fair enough. Uh, so who else you got? Oh, I'm getting them all? Yeah, Did, I don't know the time. order. I don't know, remember my order. Just read his, yeah, I got, okay. read his you list. You got out. Taylor Lee Stocker. Yep. You got David Wright. You got David. Adam Klein, Jessica Lewis, and Chris Hammond. So you have... Four guys and a girl. Only one of them. So you went four and one. Oh, no, I have two millennials. Adam Klein's millennial. He is a, uh, he's one of my later picks, I think. He's a homeless shelter manager. So I figured, again, he's got to deal with people. Exactly. You know, you you can't lose your mind. You have to be patient, which, you know, I know all about. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh, the other one, Chris Hammond, trial lawyer. Uh, I don't know. This guy could be a little, little dicey. We'll see. And uh, what's it? Oh, David Wright's a television writer. So I figured this guy uh, knows how to BS his way. Yeah. Exactly. My big problem answer. with him is there's a couple things in here where he just seems like he's going to rub people the wrong way. Like something about his paranoia. He also. Uh, I also have the most important survivor trait one can have, paranoia. That just seems like one of those people who thinks he's in trouble all the time and starts getting under people's skin, asking if he's all right. Like, we watched a lot of Survivor between the three of us, and it's just sometimes you can tell, like, people are going to just rob us. You describe me, basically. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Jessica Lewis, the only woman I believe I have, she is an assistant district attorney, so we'll see how that one goes. (laughs) Yes, her three words to describe her: unique, unconventional, and intriguing. Huh? <laughs> you chose her. Yeah, I know. Well, I, hey, I was in the draft format, you know. Were you right. recording your? Cat? I'm trying to get a Snapchat of Lilo because she's actually like, she never hangs. She's scared of people. Yeah, this cat. Yeah, I'm a cat talker, so yeah. I have two cats. You're a pussy watcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So my five, I got Justin, also known as Jay Starrett. He is a 27-year-old real estate agent from Florida, uh, millennial. I got Ken McNichol, who's a 33-year-old model from Denver. Kenny Beck. <laughs> I got Mari Takahashi. Uh, who's a 31, 31-year-old gamer, professional gamer oh, from yeah. Los Angeles. Uh, Will Wall, youngest probably, probably makes more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Youngest contestant Survivor history at 18 years old, and Lucy Huang, who I got stuck with because Jacob and I had the last two picks, and it was yeah. down to yeah. two of the worst Sunday. people there. You know, the intriguing thing that came out in this draft was when we made these picks was who's going to be the first one out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> without a doubt. But have you told the scoring system? 
Uh, yeah, oh, so still one get point, points yeah. by they come out. So even if you get the first person out, first person out, what somebody of our four is getting one point tomorrow. So you could be leading by final tribal, but whoever wins yeah. could then put you over the top. Yep. Or you could end up the final tribal still might, might not let you win if all like, if your first four went out in the first four weeks. Yeah, your final tribal you still might not win. Mm-hmm. Though you still can claim that you tricked. You want your yes, five? Yes, I met my five. Go ahead, and bring them out. I know I went. This is this is asinine. I went forward in one man. This is so this is you went Jessica Figgy Figueroa. Yeah, she's yeah. the hottie as you guys call her. I'm just painting a picture. Hannah, Hannah Shapiro. first. You went Figgy first. Okay. Hannah Shapiro, okay. who uh, admittedly says in her bio, "I probably won't win." <laughs> I didn't read that far. I, I read that she was some kind of cool chick. Is what I read. Paul Wachter, who is the, the oldest redneck, contestant. Kind of the redneck guy there, yeah. Michelle Schubert, the other good-looking girl. Yeah. And only because you had the final pick yeah. and were stuck with the last person Sunday. was the, what is it, the, the minister? minister Sunday, Sunday, Sunday Burquest. Yeah, so I went to the youth pastor. For something that I under, I always want to go men to win this thing, and I went four women, one male. I, my, my draft strategy, I went the Duval method. I went, I did not study at all. I just... As soon as Kaylee showed up, I looked down and I started phoning through you, you the pages. Didn't say, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I, I, I was supposed I, to study. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to study because I just, I just knew it is no point. And I had the fourth pick, so I just started looking. And I said, "Okay, who's not going to be around in my next picks?" And I had back to backs. I went with the two women first. I thought there'd be more males left. My third pick, I went a male, and then I got stuck with two more females. That's so, fine. I'm so cool with that. the three of us, we, like I said, we watched a lot of Survivor, so we know that. You can sit here and look at who's the most athletic males, yeah. but usually the athletic males start targeting each other because yeah. they're huge targets in the game. So you have to mix it up. you got to go with some physical players, but you have to go with somebody that's going to sneak under the radar, which is like, uh, I know it's weird to say, but Jerry and I took both of the black women. Based on their bios, I thought they were both going to be people that kind of stayed low. And Who was it, Sharif? Sheree twice. Yeah. Well, she never won, but she made it to the finals uh, who twice. Was the two, who was the black girl that won twice? Uh, Sandra, Sandra was the right. Hispanic lady. Oh, okay. Black. My apologies. <laughs> so. Uh, so, one question that I thought of, because most people that are listening don't know who any of these people are. You we get that. Probst is going to listen to this? I mean, have you guys put anything <laughs> on social media? I, I, may ta- I may tag him. Ta- tag him on social media. Yeah. Jeff Probst. I mean, all you got to do, you, we you love go Probst. 36 minutes or whatever into yeah. the podcast here. No, we're at an hour. Yeah, we're at an hour. Imagine me talking for an hour. (laughs) So the question that I thought of, since people aren't going to know who any of these people are, we'll give updates on this as we go. If you guys were to be on Survivor, realistically not, you know, bigging yourself up and saying, oh, I could win it easily, no problem. If you were on Survivor, I'll give you a month and a half to prepare. So you're going on the beginning of November. Okay. How far do you think you could make it realistically? Me? Yeah. If you're on, Jacob's on, I'll answer too. Oh, I agree. Dude, I I don't think, I mean, I have a tough time making it between lunch and dinner. (laughs) So, I'm thinking I'm tapping out, like, by sunset on the first day. I'll paint a little picture. Greg has a habit. He and I usually go to lunch together. We're lunch buddies. We had a great lunch today. Yeah, we did. Went to well. Yours was, yours was better. Than mine. Your, yours was better than mine. Mine wasn't great. <laughs> you so lunch buddies, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> usually, what happens is I'll walk into Greg's office and he's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some potato chips, and I ask him if he want to go to, if he wants to go to lunch, and he'll say yes, and we'll just go. They're corn chips. <laughs> Sorry. So Greg, Greg likes his food and his snacking. So I can see that. So you're saying you're out early. 
You're not. Uh, no, look, I, I would I would try and, and give it a good go of it, and I typically try and get along with people. But let's face it, I'm, I'm not going that far. You're I mean, not. yeah, you go you ahead. can be I'm a little bit of that. You can be I a can little be abrasive. abrasive. I've been called abrasive yeah. before. Go certainly have. I I've always thought, and like you said, we've been watching the show for 15 years. I was 18 the first time they did it. My theory was that if I made it to a jury, which is about halfway through, if you make it to when they merge and they go to the jury stage, I think that would be a realistic goal for me. I don't think I'd make it to the finals. I don't think I could win it just because I don't think I'd be physically fit enough to compete in challenges once they get to the individuals. But I think my people skills would be enough that I could tag along till we get there. I wouldn't rock the boat too no, much. Yeah, people I could me see. Along. I could me. Knowing you, I could see you going pretty far because, you know, Perkman doesn't rock the boat. Yeah. You know, you get a, it, it work. Everybody likes you. I don't know. I don't think I've had one person like that damn Perkman guy. We still, <laughs> still got to find him a lady, though. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why I got to go on Survivor and meet yeah. Mari Takahashi. Who, by the way, the conversation here. But, wait, 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 uh, let me answer my question first before you go on to Perkman's dating life. Okay. The way I look at it, I get what you're at. And I got two ways. I've said the same thing. I've talked to you about this. We've talked about it. I would end up. Headache, food starvation, whatever, and I'd blow up on somebody. That's just how it would happen because I know there'd be no superiors to take away my paycheck or anything <laughs> like that. The other way I could look at it, I could see myself in my mind, you know, your big people, you know, speak it, truth may happen kind of thing. I could see myself possibly getting to that finals if I was on my best behavior, if I had trained right way, I'd stop eating junk food, eat some beans and rice, this and that. But gosh, I, I, because I can get along, you've seen me, I can get along with a lot of people, different people. I grew up that way, I can see the nerds, I can see the superiors, I can see the black, the white, I can talk to anybody, any day, anyhow. I can speak some lingo, I can get, hey, you want to talk video games, let's talk video games. You want to talk politics, let's talk politics. You want to talk Wall Street, I can throw in a little bit of jive here, let's get it going, you know. That doesn't bother me. I can relate to a lot of people, even though I may not know a lot about it, but I can make them feel like, Hey, we're boys. You see my group of friends. They, they come from all over. Wreck it, Ralph. Who the hell is that guy? But he still comes and hangs out. Yeah, look, I, look at me. I mean, I, I can't. I, I, so I, I feel like I could make it, but it'd be damn tough. It'd be here's my one stumbling block for you. I think you could yeah. absolutely go far. The challenges when they have yes, a reward. I agree. And you go to a food challenge, and, and they have they have no 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 they beer. have they have a bottle of beer yeah. or champagne. Yeah. You haven't drinking for a few weeks. You haven't eaten. Here's you get a few beers in you and get a little Who loud. Who was the guy that got so sick he ate at the uh, challenge? Remember the yeah, old dude? It's cold. Yeah, yeah. Cold. no, it's right. prostate, prostate. Oh, oh, yeah, Joe, it's prostate. I, I mean, I, I, I was sitting on my couch. I was hovering on the couch. And, I, and I'm with you on that. And what I would have to tell myself is, I went twenty. 18, 19 years without booze. I'm there to win. I would have to mentally prove myself. I'm there to win a million dollars. And I can get drunk after I win a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like a million dollars buys up a lot of booze. Exactly. I would try, would I have a beer? And then you'd have to be like, yo, step back. Same thing with overeating. Step back. Realize you're not just here for this one reward challenge. You're not just here for this one beer, this one glass of champagne. You're here to win a million dollars. Like, Enjoy it. Enjoy your reward. Don't overeat. Don't get too cocky. Try not to let it. You know, it's a as much as a survivor is such a mental game to me. Like you have to. Like there's a lot of thing. I read Apollo Antonio's book. Physical pain is all. Is a lot of it's mental. You have to tell yourself, oh, yeah. I can make it through it. I can do this. 
And it's a lot. Like you go work out. You do a bike ride. You go work out at gym. Right, it's like, you know, my, dis- my discipline's time trial. Yeah. And it's telling yourself it's twenty five minutes, yeah. thirty minutes long, but it's telling yourself this is only temporary. Another five. And just another get five. Back. Not another even five. to that. Well, you know, you have to get get yourself into a zone, and you just yeah. go, and you don't think about it. You You're know? a three time yeah. champion now with, over Charlie. Yeah, I'm not. Something. I don't want to brag. <laughs> I'm not really don't want to brag. It's not bragging if I say it. Look, it's in Cat Four, which is there's different categories, and I'll break it down real quick. If you're a one-two, you're essentially a pro. A three, you don't really have a full-time job, or you do, but you're putting in 10, 12 hours a week on the bike. I try and get – I get between seven and eight a week. I'm a cat four guy. I don't do a lot of races per se. Time trial is my discipline. Yes, I'm lucky enough to say three-time champion now. 13, 15, 16. And this one – and I will say this because we always ask this question to guys. You know, how's this championship? How you know? How's this title? And – the, you know, it's like I always think to myself, is this just a BS answer or not? But like this one, they all mean different in different. First one was like, wow, it was the first one. The second one was like, I was back. This one meant something because it was be- the first time I was ever able to go back to back. You know, so yeah, it's it's uh, and that's a whole other topic about athletes and, and yeah. just you know accomplishments. So so we'll wrap up the Survivor Talk, Greg. We'll probably have you on again at the end of the season yeah, so we can wrap up the full probably. season. We are, we're, 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 yeah. we're booked up for a while. Well, but, wait, 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 wait. They'll be done what? End of December. End of December. So, what so, we'll, do we'll, so we'll, we'll have you back. We'll break down the full season. We'll talk, we'll talk it out. And, and we'll update uh, each week. Yeah. But let's get to, the, let's get to the, the moment everybody likes. We're, going, we're probably going to hang our mark for longest podcast <laughs> Well, you knew it was going to happen. I, I mean, I, I, we haven't even touched on half the well, stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I know. That's why we're going to have you back in Here's the thing back. that I just popped out. May, may I? Now, go ahead. Then we'll come back. Go ahead. No, no this, is bugging me. this is bugging me because I looked at Parkman and my eye went to the wall behind him. And I don't know what you call this little area. But the That's the hot woman corner. The hot woman corner. And there is a picture of our intern. It was on what yeah. podcast number one? No, yeah. she was on podcast five, five nine, seven, eight, ten, eleven. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the first ones I listened to. Yeah. So no, you see that she was roommates with Jacob. Yeah. Yes, but I'm like, why is she on your hot woman wall? I, I, and I loved Amanda to death. Amanda, yeah. I still love you. So you were fantastic. Follow your dreams. I, I promised her. First off, she's an attractive person. She's staying <laughs> here. I have no qualms and quarrels about that. She sent us. She kindly sent us the signed photo. She sent us the Ball State pennant that's pennant, hanging yeah. up. That will inspire any youth that comes down here and wants to go to college. There it is. Right <laughs> I will there, say, okay? go back to that po- first podcast you was on because that was a good one. It was. It's the high, yeah, most listened to really? podcast. Yep. She sent us that. I got us a nice frame. I told her I'd put her over there. <laughs> I think she's an attractive person. Some people might not think that. I am married. That's well, fine. Nobody doesn't think that. I what, what? That's to his her own. I think it's cool. She deserves a spot right there. She wants to be on TV. She does, but because don't. Yeah, no. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Carry on. He just she deserves to be a spot over there. That's All the right. thing that she's So cool we'll about. do we'll do some housekeeping now, Greg. Toward That's as, true. Yeah. As we wrap up a podcast, we have what is called the notebook of random questions. Well, before we do that, uh, well, while he's choosing, we'll go okay, that. Okay, my bad. So, <laughs> so we have Jerryanna has written most of these. There's been a few that have been added by some people. And there's you, one by you. Maybe in here. Uh, maybe in there. Yeah. You may have written a question in here. Yeah. You're going to so choose a question. You're going to go through, pick a question that hasn't been checked off yet. It's a random question. You're going to ask it. All three of us are going to answer oh. it. Oh, so, I'm going to pick one. I've yeah. got a great question. So, no, no, you got to pick it. So, if you've got a great question, write it down and we'll, yeah. somebody will answer it later. Like, you can't be... Well, the, like, you have to choose yeah. one in there. So just check off whatever one you use. There's a marker there. 
Uh, if there's a name next to it that says from Greg Kakaley, just read out the name. Otherwise, it's from Jerry. You're not gonna, you can't, read, another you can't read your own question. Well, yeah. I, wait, I'm not sure I follow the rules here. So I, just pick a question. Anything that's been pick checked off, you can't. There's also there's more questions. Keep flipping. Oh God. So yeah. you pick one that you like. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Okay, of course oh, yeah. we haven't we haven't we haven't pubbed them as much. We need to pub them more. Triple whammy sauce, Greg. You've got no competitor here. You're gonna get a, a free thing of the uh, the honey I'm, mustard I'm sauce. Sauce, by the way. If you open up my fridge, I'm, I, I go to the store and I just stand in the condiment aisle Listen, and look at the shelves. Well, time excited. out there. You don't have to. Awesome. You don't have to stand in the condiment aisle anymore. Now you I got, got you a sauce away. right my here. Triple whammy. Honey mustard, your kids will like this. You got a sticker, put it on your daughter's notebook. Tell her to take you to school. Yeah. Tell about it. You can go to triplewomysauce.com, enter in the code. You know somebody there? The beer, I know the owner. The it's owner's been boy. on our podcast. You know, I'm a recycling team. I'm part of and, and You hit him up, he'll sponsor you. Let's do Great it. guy. I went to high school with him, worked with him in, in high school and college. Great guy. Started so the sauce business. You, you cut it off. You use the promo code The Beards Watch on their website, you get 25% off your yes. order. Dude, so awesome. here's and he's got a honey mustard. He's got an all-purpose, which is more like spicy little, you know. Then he's got a uh, sweet heat barbecue, which is a fantastic. You make use of barbecue chicken pizza. You throw it on, you, you throw it on your chicken. It's fantastic. The, the sugar is caramelized. It's it's off the chain. Se- several weeks ago, Max Harnett was on. You yes. know Max. Oh, I know. He Max. made a, a batch of soft pretzels and used the honey mustard to dip into it. Said it was excellent. Yeah. So. Now you know what Max's Harnett's picture is on Triple One Sauce on Facebook. I mean, on their website, they use this picture. So if you get this sauce, take it home, use it. You can put it on your chicken. You can put it on your steak. You can put it on whatever. Put put that sticker on your cycle. It's a glass you know? bottle? It's a glass that's, bottle. That's quality right there. It, dude, he's no, it's guy. all quality. Tyler it's, doesn't mess around. Tyler Hartman knows. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Sorry, right, I, had, so I had two glasses. I am very appreciative. I like it. We distracted you a little bit. Have, you, have you narrowed down a question yet? Uh, there's so many questions. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, I know Jacob said you can't pick your own. You can pick your own if you want because it's been sitting in there for a while. (laughs) It's yeah, but I know if I go there, I'm going to offend people. Good, don't. We did learn the answer to your question. I did. We did learn the answer. But but I also just you know I'll throw random stuff out every now and then. Like tonight, I'll throw this one out to you guys, and you can talk and think about it. As I was leaving, getting ready to leave my house, there was a program on TV, and I thought. I can't stand her. Who's the most annoying person on TV? It's in, in kind of sports or host-wise. And it's not its not nobody that I work with on a daily basis. So. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you who it was. Because I was watching to see what my boy James Hinchcliffe, Hinchtown, I hope you survived yeah, tonight. Don't say Aaron Andrews. Aaron Andrews. Right. Most you know annoying person on I'm TV. I'm with you. I can agree with you. She, po- she posted. Okay. Sorry. Just good God, oh Jesus Almighty, Jesus Mary and Joseph. Just, just, just get, get to the. I, I agree with you. I could go with that. Cause she posted like seven. Of Listen, the, that's oh, Jesus' hottest girl though. No, not Jesus. as hottest. Well, it's on his top five. Oh, five. this Here is good. Go. I like right. it. If you're picking teams for dodgeball or Disney characters, who's your first pick and who's your last? Ooh, I like it. Check it off. I love the question. That's fantastic. Bang. Who do you want to answer first? You, me, or Parman? I think you because you know Disney. So. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. What? He Disney. chose me. Oh, yeah, he chose right. me. We have an entire Disney He podcast. chose me. It's okay. Who's my Disney. first Disney cartoon characters, right? Disney. It says Disney character. So I We're going to change that to Disney cartoons. We're not going to go over the whole vast majority here. Unless you want to. What do you no, think? just go with cartoons. All right, Disney cartoons. cartoons. My, well, you know, <laughs> you know who I'm going to go with? My first dodgeball pick. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Silence isn't good. Ah, He's thinking. There's so many cartoons. Give me uh, Eva from Wally. Oh, yeah. She was badass. She's, she's quick. Eva. She knows how to sling it. So you never it. hit her. It's, Dude, that yeah. is a great yeah, pick. It's right first pick and last pick, right? No, just first pick. Well, I think it was last pick. The last pick? Uh, who's your first pick? Who's your last pick? Okay. Do you want to go last pick, yeah. too? Let's go first pick first. Yeah, first pick first. And then first. I can have so, last pick if it's already taken. Yeah. Pixar's included, right? Yeah, that's Disney, yeah. So I'm going The Sun and The Incredibles. That was super ah, fast. Solid. I can't Dash. 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 Okay, fair enough. Because he's got super speed, man. Okay. He can avoid anything. That's your first pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, God, I'm going to screw this up. But I was getting the first guy to pop in my mind, and you're going to be like, no way. Buzz Lightyear. Oh, Come on. Yeah, Buzz? I think Buzz, would be good. Buzz can okay. move, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my, my very last pick, because I'm just thinking, like, we've got, like, 27 people picking. My very last pick would probably have to be, like, uh, Mushu from Mulan. This is all I got. I'm going to go with Dory from Finding Nemo. Because wow. okay. a fish out of water playing dodgeball is going to be very useful, and she's going to forget what you're doing. That's, that, that's, a, that's a fantastic answer, TP. Good job. Uh, I'm gonna go. I was gonna follow up your your Eva one yeah. with, with Wally because I but well, Wally's <laughs> too good. Dumb, I, I don't want to see him be the last guy, you know. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tomater. Tomater. Sorry, Mater. Yeah, he'd yeah. mess it up. He'd be like, oh, yeah. oh, are we playing dodgeball? <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so All right. check off that question. Check it off. We, we did our... Uh, we are at the... Officially, we are at is the... It, is it 120? It's at 116. No, it's not official. The right, uh, so man cave went 120. Okay, well, we got... Oh, I got plenty more for you. We're at 117 <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to save this for round two, Michaeli. Yeah. Right, I, I got to say... The second longest podcast we've ever done. Uh, great time. Really yeah, good yeah, time. This is your stage. What have you got to say as your final send-off? You guys are much more controlled than I thought you were. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's, it's great. Did you have fun? I, of course I had fun. Yeah. Are you kidding me? This is like us at work, but we yeah. actually got to cut loose. It really is. I mean, this is really yeah. no different from work, yeah. except I'm not looking at my shoulder to see if somebody's Yeah, we're not closing me. doors and make sure somebody's coming <laughs> in, right? Yeah. Well, well, we don't do that. Uh, all right, so we're, we'll wrap up. Uh, as always, if you want to follow us, we're at The Beards Watch on uh, Facebook. Uh, Beards Watch podcast on Facebook, The Beards Watch on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at it's me, it's TMP. Jacob is at J Roll Nation. Greg has about six Twitter accounts, so Which I don't know what to hand out. I can use my name. I mean, at Greg Kikaley. <laughs> you know what I'll say? If you go on iTunes, we've missed this. Oh yeah. If you go on iTunes, please rank us. Oh, give I us five stars. Uh, give oh, us yeah. a good review. Yeah. Pump us up. All that jazz. Like we have, we've missed it for the past couple weeks. Another thing I'll say is, if you missed the first T-shirts, we're coming out with T-shirts again. Yeah. It'll be it'll be about the beginning of November, so you can get them in time for your holiday season of Christmas. What colors? Uh, we're going to do some hoodies, mm-hmm. some well, various sweat, colors, various colors. But we're going to do hoodies, sweatshirts, a baby a baby section at time. Yep. Partners, friends have requested. A couple That's of my fine. friends have requested for their small some babies. Long sleeve tees, the T-shirts, of course, maybe a mug in there. We'll figure it out, but definitely you'll be able to get your fix. Yeah, so your hoodies light up. I saw this hoodie on the a light kick, up, a they Kickstarter will not, they will not light up. ad the other day for a hoodie that lights up. No, I'm like, what? Light up. It's That's supposedly nice. it has 40 functions. It's like social media pocket. I'm like, how is that different from a regular pocket? Uh, don't get me going. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we've set our social medias. Follow us. Tell, tell all your friends about us. Yeah. 
Please share. Greg, what I'm share when you're yeah, share it out. I, it I, out. I, I Instagram it out. We appreciate all again. Triple Whammy sauces. They've been great. I feel like we haven't given enough love. We need to put them in a couple we posts. Need, well, you want to give a shout out to the cycling team? Yeah, you want to yeah, give a shout out to the cycling team? Charlotte Cycling Consortium. Yeah, guys, yeah. good CCC. Yeah, no, it's not. No, we've gone down this path. We, we've, we've. Well, who knows what we're called? Uh, so we'll we'll try to do C3, a little. C3, we'll try C3, to do a little networking consortium. thing here. Set up uh, the consortium with Triple Whammy, and we'll we'll give some numbers out. Get some people to talk to some other people. And you know what? Let's just all let's just this this might surpass our people, but it's all right. Mm-hmm.